Hey boo, this is your host, Ruby Michelle. Welcome to Gem Talk, your safe space for real, raw, and relatable conversations. Hey guys, <laughs> if you can see me right now, I have a blanket around me. It's cold. I'm sick. I'm going through it. So please bear with me. I still look cute though. And if you're only hearing me out, you should subscribe to the channel, the YouTube channel. Um, the videos are just getting better and better. And I'm happy that you guys get to see my face while I talk. But if you like audio, I understand your point of view. But anyway, so today we're talking about breaking generational curses and breaking fam, 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 family cycles. Um, being someone that comes from a family, well, just being black, first of all, is coming from a family that's been through a lot of trauma being some the first generation that's been born in Canada in my family that um like outside of Haiti also says a lot you know like me um understanding the identity the culture in Haiti and also back in the days when we didn't have resources even in Canada like families didn't have resources to talk about mental health emotional awareness uh, mental awareness and stuff like that so it was harder for them to understand that they were really fucked up in the mind and um, that the way they were raised weren't was not actually um, the best way and I saw this post the other day and they inspired me to record this episode and my whole fucking personal life has inspired me to record this episode. And I'm sorry if I've been swearing a lot. It's just I'm releasing whatever I need to release. And um, yeah, so the post was basically like um, like four people, uh, an older person, like an old, like a elderly person. And then there was an adult and then there was like a pre-adult type vibe and then there was a baby and then the 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 elderly person was saying i hate you you're stupid to the adult and then the adult adult was repeating the same thing to the pre-adult and then the pre-adult was saying i love you to the baby which was the last um, person in the picture and i feel like um also my oldest sister has inspired me to record this episode because my oldest sister is someone that um is raising her own child right now and seeing her raise her child with so much love and knowing we didn't get the same uh, education a lot of um older people that may be hearing this like if you're in your 50s 60s 40s 30s may think that's me saying that your parents never loved you if they insulted you and stuff like that certain parents that's the love they had so that's the love they're giving you and that's the love that is acceptable for them they didn't they didn't know any other type of love so to them it's like how could i how could you even think i don't love you how could you even think i didn't do my best to love you how i could have loved you you know what i mean and i'm not even bashing anyone any parents i know a lot of people have had to make sacrifices for where they are in life and a lot of these sacrifices may be traumatizing and a lot of trauma can bring you to having a type of um attitude or actions that may be detrimental to yourself or the people around you and until you realize the trauma you've been through you will never be able to understand that 
your love may be hurting your child or the persons the people around you and i think i'm struggling with this right now because i'm someone a lot of people claim that i'm sensitive i just feel like i face my emotions how i want to face them and i'm not fake with my emotions if i want to cry i'm gonna fucking cry because i'm sad if i'm mad i'm gonna act up because i'm mad if I'm going through something. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to stay in my bed. I'm being sad. I'm going to write down, write about it. I'm going to write a book about it. I'm, I'm going to release. That's the thing. I've always released my emotions the way I could. And the best that I could when I was younger is through tears. So when I'm angry, I cry. When I'm sad, I cry. When I'm happy, I'm crying because I'm releasing my emotions. But someone like my mom was never taught that, was always taught that crying was a form of weakness a form of you're unhappy as fuck and you need help type shit but i knew i i know that um crying is not a form of weakness if anything it's a form of strength i'm i've i've been crying like ever since i'm a i'm a child and I don't cry just to cry and be like, oh, can someone hold my hand? A lot of the times, a lot of the situations I went through, no one held my hand like I was holding my own hand. And when I try to explain or try to communicate with my, my mom or my parents about the, the emotions that I have and how their actions may have hurt me, to them it's impossible because how can I hurt you if I've done the best for you? And... A lot of people need to realize every single relationship you have with people, whatever it is, that person's going to disappoint you because we're not perfect. Like my way of living, my way, my perception of life and my um, way of giving love is not the same way you receive love or you live or you perceive life exactly like love languages my i have all five love languages but my top one is words of affirmation my mom's love language is uh, acts of service i think and for her she her she will not she'll do what she can as a mom for me but she won't be repeating all the time i love you i'm so proud of you and this and that because she never had that and my my grandma never complimented her and i know my grandma loves my mom i know my grandma loves me even today, my grandma was like, if I didn't love your mom, I wouldn't be able to love you. So, and I, the love my grandma has given me proves to me she loves her daughter, you know? But my grandma will would rather insult me than tell me she loves me. And that doesn't make her a bad person. It's just how she was raised. We've been through so many generations that has have been through so much trauma that was never treated a lot a lot of mental illness that was never treated and they don't even know what therapy is and to them therapy is seen as a sign of weakness also because black people have always been taught to be strong and go about your business or else the white man don't care about you the white man is not going to do anything for you so it's like if generations are being treated like that of course it's going to take time for them to change but people that are my age and people that are from my generation and that are hearing this right now like to me it I, I, when i was younger and i didn't understand all the shit i did think my mom didn't love me um but now that i'm older and i i i've seen motherhood f- from like another perspective i understand that my mom has always loved me but it's also hard for her to 
understand my type of love because i grew up in canada i grew up where at school they tell you how to apologize they tell you how to communicate your emotions they tell you how that your feelings are valued your and they tell you that you're allowed to cry and stuff like that so when i go home and i'm taking exactly what school taught me and i you spend we, we spend most of our days in school so when i go home to my caribbean ass family and like i'm like crying and i'm telling them you hurt me this way and i would like for you to 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 not change your ways but i would like for us to um find a meet each other halfway it's like what the fuck are you talking about to them it's chinese like i'm speaking mandarin right now and they don't even understand what i'm saying you know what i mean it's a different language and like even the tears is a different language to them releasing emotions what are emotions to them and have you ever know have you ever noticed how like the older heads like they have so much physical pain and they think it's because they have had a bad lifestyle and stuff like that. Yeah, your habits do contribute to that, but your emotional and mental state contributes to that. It's not for no reason you have back pain. It's not for no reason you're always sick. It's not for no reason you always have headaches because you want to act like you're so perfect. They want to act like they're so perfect and they've like older heads like people that 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 especially people that immigrated in Canada like it's hard. It's hard the sacrifices they did. We could never imagine because we the way life is for us it's like we could never even be put in that situation. You feel me? So then I'm thankful for the sacrifices they did, but I also would like for us to be better for our, for families to be better in the sense that like realize the pain that you have so you can realize the pain that you brought to your children realize the the, the low self-esteem that you have so you can realize the low self why your daughter or your son has low self-esteem realize why what you did for your child to be so angry all the time realize what you did for your child to like be so distant Realize what you did for your child to never want to open up to you. Realize what you did for your child to always be crying. Hold yourself accountable. And I feel like a lot of them will never understand that till the day they die. And it's not okay. I'm never going to say it's okay. It's not okay, but it is what it is, and it's not what it's not, you know? And I'm at a point where I've fought for my point of view to be understood I've yelled, I've screamed, I've cried, I've done the most to seek. I was, I never noticed, but I was seeking validation. And it's different because I've been taught, like, yeah, you know, we seek validation through social media. But seeking validation through your parents, bro, through your family, it's a different because when they don't give it to you, that those are the people you grew up with. Those are the people that introduce you to love, that introduce you to life. So when you don't get that validation from them, it's like, how come that this whole my whole life we grew up with each other you've taught me so much you've loved me so much you've claimed that you've loved me so much but i'm in pain because of shit that i went through when i was a younger person but i can't even heal with you because you won't even realize your past trauma and it hurts because it's fucked up how we've been through so much as a collective and some people who just want to stay in that um, place, it's their comfort zone. The pain that they have is their comfort zone. 
the life that they have is their comfort zone. The anger that they have is their comfort zone. So when you try and think and talk about healing and be positive, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you talking about, you crazy person? And a lot of people that haven't healed from their past are people that project a lot on other people. Have you ever noticed when you try to do better for yourself or you try to um, become your own person, some parents will literally not accept that and be so unhappy with that because how dare you do something that I was never taught or never believed was possible to do? How dare you open that door when I couldn't even open that door? And and a lot of them will not understand and will not take the step to understand. But a lot of them do understand, and I'm thankful for those ones too. But it's like, to a certain extent, extent we can't blame them. But to another extent, it's like we have the upper hand. We have the door. We have the key to the door that they were never able to unlock. We have the guidance to the path that they were never able to see. So that's why I'm I'm someone I'm a very young, I'm young I'm 22 but I've always been around people that are older than me because I'm like the before last child of the family and my cousins are all minimum like 25 to like 30 and so and all the jobs I've ever had it's always been with older people you know what I mean and I've over I've always I've always never even taken age seriously because growing up and seeing how I could have literally conversations with someone that's 60 years old and still see their inner child in them that was never healed and still see the person that was that is still fighting to be loved by themselves but but a lot of them act like their day-to-day life is so perfect because that's all they have they need to act like it's perfect or else they'll fucking die like the the all the trauma they've never been able to release will come and that shit kills people bro literally like i said last episode the reason why i'm so sick is because i even googled it like emotional um baggage and your thoughts that are always running through your mind it manifests through your body and it's like you could take all the drugs you want to take you could smoke weed you could um smoke cigarettes you could drink all the time you're still gonna have that pain waiting for you you're still gonna have your demons waiting for you at the door bro like and working with so many people that are older than me especially working in the nightlife like you a lot of people in the nightlife are older and um i see that the nightlife is a distraction for a lot of people and it's just an example and it's like they party 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 celebrate themselves but when they go home, it's like, fuck, I have to face the fact that, like, I haven't been happy for 10 years. I have to face the fact that I'm still, I still feel guilt for the actions I've done back then. But if you don't, we're, we're, at, we're, it's, no, sorry. It's like 2022 is literally tomorrow. And we have so much out there for people to seek help that it's like, at some point, it's on you, bro. Like the the cycles that are being repeated and the stuff that are being being repeated, like it's on you. If you don't take the step to actually be better for the next, it's on you. And when I'm saying the next is your child, your partner, your friend, your cousin, your sister, your, your brother. Like me healing, 
me having this podcast, my little sister sees this, me talking about my anxiety, me talking or being open about my anxiety, being open about the shit that I go through and being open about how there is a better side to every situation. My sister now, she understands that like whatever the fuck she goes through, she's she's gonna get through it and it's okay to be vulnerable. My older sister has taught me that it's okay to be proud of my mistakes. She, whatever she does, any mistake she did, anything she went through, she she wears wears it proudly because it's like you're not going to tell her about herself. You're not going to tell her what she did wrong cuz she knows what she did wrong and she is now a better person because she's learned from her mistakes while you're sitting here still going through shit that you went through when you were 5 years old. And we I there's a lot of traumatic ass experiences that are uh, that it may seem impossible to go through and like I could never judge someone for how they deal with their pain but I I would definitely it's not it's disappointing to see people put their fucking baggages in, in on other people's shoulders or on other people's lives like how am I going through the pain you went through as a child because you didn't want to face it that's the thing with a lot of people. If you're not ready to be in a relationship, if you're not ready to be a parent, if you're not ready to be a human being, relax and take the time to be ready because you're affecting the next. Me, me like um, yelling at someone could be someone else's breaking point to life, could be someone else's like trigger to their trauma and now they're sad for like five months. Out of, why would we ever want to be that trigger for other people? Why would we... We're here to coexist, bro. Like, we've always been here to coexist. I don't believe in, like, being paranoid with the humans that I share the world with. The world is our home, just like my, my, my house is my home. It, it's like, I share... When we're younger, you share your house with your parents and stuff like that. Your your parents are the ones creating that safe space for you. If they don't, if, if they don't make it a safe space, it's like, damn... You have to look for a safe space somewhere else. And a lot of us seek safe spaces through drugs and through other toxic par- partners and shit. And I, bro, I done looked for a safe space everywhere. <laughs> because, like, mm, yeah, anyways. So then, when that happens, I'm like, yo, like, I just wish that um, I it was never like this. Like, I, I wish I could have been that best friend for my mom that, told her like it's not normal to be treated like this the way my father treated her in a sense that like him cheating on her and stuff it's not normal to be cheated on it's not normal to be dealing with best friends that literally don't care about you it's not normal to be dealing with insults from your parents every day it's not normal and that creates mental illnesses that are often fucking dismissed or um, overlooked. And mental illness is passed on through energies. If your mom is giving birth to you, nine times out of ten with the, whatever mental illness that she has, she, you're going to have to because her her baggage is literally in you. You were a part of, you grew in her stomach. Whatever her soul was holding on to is now in you. Now you have your baggage to unfold. You have her baggage to unfold. You have everyone else's baggage to unfold. And it's like, whoa. A lot of people are just collecting baggages at this point and calling it a day. And bitch, my physical body, I am not that strong to be holding on to everyone's baggages, so I can never. So that's why I'm making this episode, because I'm like, 
we need to break these generational curses. And a lot of curses come from angry, bitter family members. That family member that's not inviting you to the cookout, that's, that family member that's not that stopped inviting you to birthdays, that family member that's not telling you happy birthday, that family member that's looking at you and saying, oh, hey, like you're a fucking stranger, like you didn't grow up with them. Mental illness. They don't want to admit to themselves that they've probably hurt you in life. They want to act like they're perfect. A lot of family members are like that, and I hope the fuck you're taking that shit personal because... It is personal to them. And what I, also, like, I don't believe in, like, um, because your blood, I have to fucking um, treat you and deal with your shit. And, um, I've, I've, I've lost people at a young age and not trained me to understand that life is too short to be dealing with that. And if I am... Like I said last episode, I'm not going to deal with mediocre love. If you were taught mediocre love, yeah, and you are accept mediocre love, that's you. If I'm telling you my boundaries and you can't accept my boundaries, that's you. Like, I'm going to do me, you do you. Like, why are you mad about that? You feel me? And it's like a lot of projection is happening in in families too. Like, family members don't want to admit to themselves that they're not the, the aunties that keep talking shit. About every single person's child except for themselves. Except for their child that's out here doing crazy ass shit. Your, your son's in jail and your, my daughter goes and wears a short skirt and she's the bad person. She's the one you need to talk on the phone with the other uncles and aunties and your friends with about, sorry. They don't want to admit to themselves that they may have failed with the way they educated with their their children. Or not even the way they educated them. Just your child is doing fucked up shit out here in the street. So you don't want to admit to yourself that that's your child. So you're going to go ahead and talk about every single person's uh, child because you don't want to deal with yours. Your child's mistakes. Your child's flaws. What? Like, come on now. It's a lot of projection happening and I think a lot of people that are from that generation that accepts that never want to admit to themselves all that they've carried their whole lives. Because like I said, it'll ruin them. So it's, it's not a responsibility to like, I'm not saying it's your responsibility to just make every, a world the world a better place for your family and yourself. I'm just saying that you need to break your generational curses. Like you, you need to break your family cycles. You need to be able to to see the red flags in your family members, so you can dodge those things in real life. You feel me? Like all the broken families, stepfathers, stepsisters, half brothers, half sisters, my step mom doesn't love me my stepfather doesn't love me or like people treating other children differently because that's not their child all of that like it stems from trauma it stems from family cycles because they seen it happening back in the days when they were younger with that stepfather that stepmom and this and that they've seen it happening over and over again so of course we're if we're being trained to to believe something that's exactly what we're gonna manifest into our own lives but 
I'm doing this episode for people my age to break that cycle and to un- to realize the red flags in their families and actually take a step f- forward, like do better for the the future, bro. Uh, and just now, like my friend was saying, how time is so um. Like, to the universe, time is different, you know? Like, time is not what it, we think it is. It's not 24 hours. It's not months. It's not this and that. You may be going through karma through... You may be going through karma because of something you did in the future. And when I, when they say that, I was they said that, I was like, whoa! Because it's like, it's true. Imagine the karma you're going through because of shit that you still don't want to deal with in the future. And I feel like right now in my life, the reason why everything's happening the way it's happening is because... I know if I continued like this, my future would have been fucked up for sure. My my the goals I would want to reach and the the dreams I'm trying to reach wouldn't have been achieved if I continue to live the way I live. So the, that's why the universe is like, yo sis, get it together now because I'm not trying to have you going down bad, you know. I don't know what the fuck generation generational curses were when I was fifteen. I didn't know what that was, and I and I remember I, like I had a partner at that time, and I was I was yeah, <laughs> like I was like so prone to hitting him, so angry at him, and I've realized it's because the fact that I grew up without a father, I'm still angry about the fact that a lot of people that were supposed to be father figures in my life didn't even. It's not. It's not their responsibility. Responsibility to do their part to be my fa- my the father that I've lost. It's not. But at that age, I thought it was. It's like, why am I alone? Why am I not getting that love from from a man that I'm supposed to get? That I see my friends getting. That I see other people on on TV getting. So it's like, I'm, I wasn't beating him. Like I was. Like I wasn't beating him. I wasn't emo- abusing him. But it was like. I was always so prone to being violent with him and being aggressive with him because why aren't you loving me the way I want to be loved? The way my dad was supposed to love me. And imagine I continued in that. Imagine I didn't realize, like, I never got through my father's death. Imagine, like, I could have been still beating other people's kids. (laughs) I wasn't beating him, guys. Don't be thinking I'm aggressive, please, because... No, you know, but it's like I was very violent. Like I was always yelling. I was always texting angry in an angry way, and we and we were always fighting. And it's like because I was angry, and a lot of the times I thought I was angry at him, but I wasn't angry at him. It's just the trauma I didn't heal from. I didn't heal from the fight that I lost my my dad, and I I grew up with my mom, and I'm thankful for the fight that my mom raised me. But I still needed a dad. And then I needed a dad and then I fall onto someone that wants to cheat on me. Imagine all that happening. Like, of course, it's going to hurt. So then when I realized that, I'm like, yo, I want better for myself. Like, people were always asking me, why are you so angry, Ruby? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not angry. But I was angry. There was too much in me that I was fucking holding on to. And now that I've slowly detaching from that, I'm realizing why I was acting the way I was when I was younger. I'm and I'm realizing how I can make myself better. And that's what I want for you guys, bro. Like that's what I want for everyone. That's what I want for my sisters. That's what I want for my my mom, my family, everyone. Like I want them to know that the love that they had may have been the love that they were taught to have, but it's like you can have a better love and that love can start within yourself. And once self-love is enough of a 
of a weapon to break those generational curses and break those family family cycles. You love yourself enough to not seek a partner and marry someone that you know you're not going to spend your, the rest of your life with. You love yourself enough to not have a child with someone that you know will not be a good parent to your child. You love yourself enough to not put your anger on someone that has nothing to do with what the fuck you went through in life. You love yourself enough to not seek power trips and like seek relationships where that person is inferior, inferior, inferior to you. I don't know. But where you're able to be equal with that person have you guys noticed how a lot of people want to have like the upper hand a lot of people want to have like that ceo title that because they want that power to control because they can't control anything else in their lives and when i realized that i'm like i don't take anyone seriously first of all like i've always been like that i don't take authority seriously and my mom hates that about me but that's because we're all walking inner children that need to fucking be happy or need to be healed. You know what I mean? Like, I could see through people's bullshit. That's why if even if you're 65 and you're on some bullshit, I will never respect you. I'm not, like, I could never respect you. I'm not a disrespectful person, but it's like, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat shit for you and hug you and be like, yeah, okay, you can treat me how you want to treat me because you're 65 and you're an adult. No. The fuck? Like, I feel bad for people like that. And people always want to tell me, oh, you need to be respectful to authority. If you're an authority and you can't respect me, I'm not going to respect you. People need to start acting like we're on different levels. We're all living the same shit. We're not, we're all bleeding the same, no, we're not bleeding the same blood, but we're all, we're all going to die either way. You know what I mean? Like we're all living in the same world, bro. You're not going to tell me what to do because you have this title or this and that. And I'm really thankful I have that mindset because a lot of people get fucked up because they think that this person has the right to tell them what to do. No one will tell you who you are because they can't know who you are. You are the only person that knows who you truly are. You're the only person that deals with your emotions and you're the only person that is in your mind, literally. Like, no one's going to read your mind. No one knows what you've been through or what you're going through right now. So yeah, I just want the best for us and I hope that we can have the best break the fucking curses that you need to break break whatever you need to break and become the person that you wanted to have as a child i love you guys thank you again for listening if you enjoyed the episode don't forget to subscribe and let your people know that they don't want to miss this